Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Our destination today for Song of the Soul is Maryland for a visit with Doug Allen Wilcox. To my ears, Doug's music is of the singer-songwriter stripe, with some elements that stretch that envelope. But Doug has traveled decades of performing other genres before arriving at this latest stage. Early on, you would surely have found a lot more rock and dance in the tunes he's played with bands like Blackjack and Logics. Now, Doug is the band. In other words, he plays solo in a way that allows him to be fully himself in the music. Let's head over to Hagerstown, Maryland via Zoom for a Song of the Soul visit with Doug Allen Wilcox. Doug, I'm so glad to have you here today for Song of the Soul. I'm happy to be here, my friend. Thank you. How's your health and your body treating you these days? You've had operations recently. Yes, indeed. If the pandemic wasn't bad enough, within the past year, I've had two minor surgeries, which, you know, classified medically as minor, but uh, (laughs) they weren't very minor to me. I most recently had a little hernia repair, and I'm feeling better, but uh, it's, I don't know, they say four to six weeks, and I think I've just hit the fourth week. So, yeah, it's there, but it's manageable. Are there hernias caused either by the sound equipment you haul around or because you play so energetically? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes to all. Now, I I have a uh, personal history of lifting things that are way too heavy for me. So (laughs) some of that musical equipment, but... uh, (laughs) I make it a policy to never lift anything more than 500 pounds. I just draw the line there. That's a wise decision, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about your history with music. And again, you're Doug Allen Wilcox, and this makes it problematic because there's David Wilcox out there who's a pretty wonderful musician, and you share a name. So how long has Doug Allen Wilcox been on the music scene? Doug Allen Wilcox has been on the music scene as that entity (laughs) since a little before the year 2000. My my first recorded project came out in 2000. I've been in band since high school, but had started writing a little more intensively. And I reached a point where I was I was done being in bands and figured if I wanted to keep going, that solo was going to be it. So uh Somewhere in the mid-90s, I started transitioning over to solo acoustic format and presenting mostly original material. What kind of music were you doing before? Name it. Uh, From high school, and this was back in the early 70s, so we were doing dance music. But at that point in time, dance music consisted of all the crazy psychedelic rock that had been around or was around. So 
we'd be able to do a, a two-hour dance somewhere with probably 10 or 12 songs because everything had this enormous solo section in it. But from there, I was fortunate enough to hook up with some guys. We were at any given time from a four-piece up to, I think we had a dozen guys in the band at one point in time with a horn section and the whole thing. And so we did everything from rock to very eclectic stuff to jazz influence material at one point. Over my solo career, I've carried a lot of that into, uh, I, I have perhaps way too many influences. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at any given moment in time, I'll go, what? Really? I want to sound like that. Or I'd really like that. I'd like to explore that avenue. I've thrown fans for a loop, let me say, <laughs> at points over the years. Oh, we thought we you were doing this sort of music. Can you tell me the names of some of the bands that you were part of? My very first band in high school was called Blackjack. I don't know why. <laughs> I was in a band at a point, let's see, we were in a band, and, and, and this is into the 70s and 80s, so, you know, take the band names as you will, but was in a band called Logics that spelled it with an X. I was uh, that for a bit. Uh, there was a band called the uh, So What Band, and I think that was just to be obstinate. <laughs> the band that I mentioned that was eclectic and was my biggest joy over over the years. It would sort of come together, go apart, come back together. That was called Friends. We weren't very creative with the name, but it was what it was. We were truly a group of friends who got together for the joy of music. Never toured or recorded with that group, but we have a bit of a local legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Were there any Quakers in that band since you stole the name of the Religious Society of Friends there? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Okay. Good jab. Good jab. No. (laughs) So that's some of the bands you played with. What were you playing and doing with that band? Were you singing and regular guitar or other things? I started out being a lead singer. I had always had a propensity for hand percussion. I, I never really gotten into playing drums, but had a propensity for hand percussion. So I was lead singer in that first band, played conga drums and whatnot. We were covering Santana and that sort of thing. So, so that helped. In a number of bands, I was just lead singer. I picked up electric rhythm guitar. There was a point where a band was forming and needed a bass player. So I I sold my electric guitar at that point in time and bought a bass, having never played bass in my life. And I got away with playing bass in a rock band for three years. After that, it was mostly rhythm guitar. I never really started to expand a lot on guitar until I got into... uh, And I had written some songs for all of those bands, but kind of elementary stuff, I guess. I didn't begin to expand on guitar until I was getting more diligently for myself and actually relearned a lot of guitar and what to do with an acoustic guitar at that point. So acoustic is relatively late in your development, if you will. Yes and no. There was also my very first gig, such as it was, was one song at a coffeehouse open mic while I was still in high school, and I played acoustic there. That's what got me the gig singing with the first rock band, was that one song. So there were periods 
while I was in bands that I would try a little bit of solo acoustic. At the time, all there were were bars to play in, really, period, at least in my home area. And I hated playing solo. I kept trying it, but I hated it. Uh, I was always just voice and acoustic guitar. So I was playing acoustic there. I had a mentor that helped me a lot with acoustic and sort of provided the springboard for my expanding on acoustic later on. Well, let's get started with some of your music right away, Doug. Where do we go first? I have a little sheet of what I gave you here, and sitting on top is everything you need. So for no particular reason, we can start there. Well, it seems to me like you're maybe starting off with something that's a pretty significant spiritual heavy hitter right away. I don't know if you feel it that way. I mean, are you a spiritual heavy hitter in general? (laughs) (laughs) I will agree with anyone who calls me a heavy hitter on any subject. (laughs) I'm fine with that. I'm not sure if I'm a heavy hitter with anything, but I do find the the spiritual nature in most everything I write. And in in fact, there was a point in time when I was a music minister at a unity church local to me. And not only was I responsible for hiring folks to come in and, and play for the services, but once or twice a month, I'd do that myself. I would invariably pick either original songs or cover songs that were of a more folk song nature, but that I saw a spiritual aspect to. And so I'm always looking for that and and seeing that in my songs. Well, let's get started with the song then. Folks are eager to hear Doug Allen Wilcox's first song. It's Everything You Need. Moonshine, were you waiting for me?
Our first song from Doug Allen Wilcox is Everything You Need. And so now I guess we're done with the whole thing. We've just finished off all we need on this program because we've got everything we need. Everything we need. (laughs) I can see that fitting in really well with Unity, again, where you were a music minister for a while. How does it fit with the early part of your music and life? I mean, it seems to me that Smoke on the Water does not, transition directly into everything you need. Now, that's an interesting point. I think in terms of my having played that sort of music prior to, okay, I think a lot of that music, I may have mentioned I my influences have been broad. I still enjoy a lot of that music. I will say something like specifically Smoke on the Water No, it's probably hard to discern his spirituality, but I'll play a song like that just because maybe it's fun, you know. Music is very important to me, and the message in music is very important to me, but I also am a strong believer in music needing to be fun at least part of the time. (laughs) Did you ever woo a woman with by playing the lead-in to Stairway to Heaven? I personally did not. (laughs) I know someone who did. Uh Aha. Okay. (laughs) I mean, certainly that's music that would have been significant to you back in the 1970s that you'd have to play at a wedding or something. You'd have to play Proud Mary, (laughs) etc. I know. Oh, please don't remind me. Yes. So everything you need. Again, I'm curious about the spiritual part of it for you. I can tell you how this song came about. And let's see if we can't parse out the spirituality there. My wife and I used to live in a, in a town about a half an hour from where we are now. We had a little apartment, oh, a stone's throw from a, a local park. And we'd go walking in the park all hours of the day and night. So we had just gone for an after-dinner walk in the park and was coming back. And I happened to look up, and it was a full moon, and the moon was there with this beautiful halo around it. And the first line of the song, Hey Moonshine, Were You Waiting For Me?, kind of hit me. And there I was. And in fact, my wife and I weren't even married at the time. We were cohabitating, but there's a a whole story there. But at any rate, we sort of found one another after a very long period of time. We had known one another previous and had found one another. I was sort of overwhelmed by this feeling. Here I was with this wonderful moon that felt like it was just pouring out love, if you will. And I'm here with the love of my wife walking down the street. And I felt this is it. What more can one want? And and I definitely think that there's some sort of all-inclusive, big, universal hug sort of feeling <laughs> there. <laughs> and, and that has its spiritual connotations to me. That's sort of it. I'm always interested in hearing what other people find in my lyrics, too, though. Actually, I'm hoping that our listeners for Song of the Soul will post comments. Maybe they'll give us feedback. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Let's go on to another song right away of yours. We want to get in a goodly amount before the 55 minutes are over. What's next? This is one I sent you, although looking at it, I can 
give you the backstory to this, although here again, I'm not sure where the spirituality comes into this, but since it's one I sent you, we can play it and talk about it. This is Memphis again. Have you ever lived in that area? I have not, no. Well, if you haven't lived there, what's the title about? Well, the first line is the ripoff of Bob Dylan. I say, well, I'm stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis blues today. What this song is about, I have a problem that comes and goes, and it's not diagnosed necessarily, and it's not anything that I've addressed medically. But when winter comes around, particularly, I tend to have seasonal depression, and there's some depression that happens off and on throughout the year. And this song is really pretty blatantly about my depression, actually. If the road signs read more clearly, I could map a safe return. If the landscape weren't so blurry, if the clouds had not obscured the sun, I'd know which way to run. I'm <laughs> I'm talking about uh, being confused and, and unsettled. Perhaps in several of my songs, I think I can talk about the downside of a situation, but I always try and turn that around. And, and, and maybe that speaks more to our general subject here. I say, maybe one fine day you'll see me if my spirit conquers true on the road away from Mobile, walking north of Memphis Blues. So I'm talking about seeing the good and trying to pull oneself out of that hole that we can put ourselves into. And why in the vicinity of Memphis? Memphis Blues? It all riffed off of Memphis Blues. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to denigrate Memphis by any means, but it all sort of started with that Bob Dylan line that I stole. <laughs> so. Well, I think this will bring actually some joy to our listeners for Song of the Soul. The song is Memphis Again. Our guest for Song of the Soul today is Doug Allen Wilcox. Here is Memphis again. Well, I'm stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis blues today. Looking outside through a prism, wondering how I If the road signs read more clearly, I could map a safe return. If the landscape weren't so blurry, if the clouds had not obscured the sun. I know which way to run.
this blues Getting gone from Memphis blues Gone from Memphis Gone from Memphis blues Today for Song of the Soul, we're visiting with Doug Allen Wilcox. By the way, his website, this is going to be a trick for you, is not, it is not DougAllenWilcox.com. It is not that because that goes to, I don't know, some guy with some other business. D-A, his initials, Doug Allen, D-A-Wilcox.com will get you there. Safest way to link to him, come via NorthernSpiritRadio.org, and I'll point you in the right direction. And he's with us. He just shared his song, Memphis, again. Again, he's riffing off of something Bob Dylan said many years ago. (laughs) And I wasn't joking, by the way, Doug, when I said that I think it'll bring you some joy. People who aspire out of the dark, who face the dark and reach towards the light seem to me to bring joy to people in the world. That's my take on the world, okay? Some people might accuse me of being an unrepentant optimist, which is true. But that's been my experience, too. In fact, my experience is when I am down, when I'm way beat down, that's often the time when the light looks most clear to me. Mm -hmm. There are two unrepentant optimists on the program today. So (laughs) (laughs) let's not repent together. Yay. (laughs) We're going to start a movement or something. Well, I'm going to keep us moving on the music so that we can get all of it in today. Let's go to a third song right away. What's next? The next thing I pulled up here is Shelter You. I wanted to write a gospel or a gospel-ish song and and this sort of, I don't know, that's how this tune came about at, at any rate. I think there's two ways of looking at this song. It's talking about someone realizing that a, another person has been lonely and lost and sad. And this second person is saying, I'll take care of you. I will shelter you. I think this can also work just as well with someone and their relationship with the higher being. I don't know if that makes some sense. Makes sense to me, obviously. I think there's a reason why in the Christian scriptures, God is referred to as father by Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm to understand a close, intimate, and eternally loving relationship, we often go to those closest things. So, Sure. And that's a bit of what Doug Allen Wilcox is doing here today for Song of the Soul, sharing his song, Shelter You. Sadness, can I understand the cost? 
remember there were brighter days And the light will break on through When you feel the dark surround there I will shelter you I will shelter you when there's a storm upon your ocean I will shelter you when there's no beacon to behold I will shelter you when your boat is on the water Trying hard to find a home Today for Song of the Soul, we have as our guest, Doug Allen Wilcox. His website is dawilcox.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. With all of our guests for the past 16 and a half years, we've got a lot of wonderful folks that we've talked to, and you can find them all on our website. You can find links to them. And when you do visit our website, please remember to click on and post a comment for us. Uh, we'd love to have your feedback. We love to know who's listening, where you're listening from, what you like and what you're not liking. So please post a comment when you visit, and there's also a place to donate. So under support, click donate. You can help us out. And you can help us out not only by sending us money, which, of course, we need to support this full-time work, but send us suggestions of people we should have on our show and connect us up. Every time you listen, I feel it as a significant support of our program. So please tune in, comment, and support us with money if you can. Even more so, remember to support your local community radio station and other local media. I don't know. What do you have? You're right by Hagerstown, Maryland, Doug. Do you got any good local community radio stations around you? There is a station in particular that plays a good bit of local music. They're actually based out of Washington, D.C. They're on 
WTOP, I believe, out of D.C., but there's a repeater in the big town near me, which is Frederick, Maryland. You can find that station online. It's called The Gamut, G-A-M-U-T. They're very eclectic. They play everything imaginable, but uh, they have some programs with local and independent artists. So folks are always coming to me on Facebook going, I heard you on the gamut. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to love that. I mean, (laughs) so my point is folks support your local radios. It's both for their news and for their music. They have a local flavor that you don't get off of the mass marketed stations and mass marketed music. So please reach out and support them with your hands, with your pocket And remember, Northern Spirit Radio, when you need, nordenspiritradio.org is our website. We just listened to Shelter You by Doug Allen Wilcox, and I think it's a great love song, either personal or universal. It, it, It works very well that way. The goodness of your heart showing in it as well. Well, thank you so much. Actually, I don't think, I've always been a romantic type person. And, you know, I'd give you the moon if I could, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Definitely this kind of feeling. But it wasn't till my son was born that I realized with no exaggeration whatsoever, I would take a bullet for this person. They're right. Yep. All of a sudden, my understanding of love and how, what I would give jumped much further than even my romantic ideals previously said. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, I have two children, and it's funny how that sort of thing happens, huh? <laughs> our, our understanding does blossom at that point. Well, let's share some more of Doug Allen Wilcox's music. What you got for us, Doug? I'm up for that. Let's go with the tune Long Day. This is another sort of dark side, light side song, I believe. As I explained before, where I may describe a situation that is not so good and then do that unrepentant optimist thing (laughs) at the end of the song. So I'm talking about just in general, but this is metaphorically as well. So, you know, it can be expanded to any situation, but just having a crap day, a terrible day, a terrible experience. This is not what you expected, not what you wanted. But then I'm telling that person to take a breath, look at it. I say you don't have to play detective to find the light inside of you. We're generally talking about taking a step back from a situation and really thinking about where is the good here? How do I turn this around? How do I not wallow in pity or, you know, and see the good in the situation? Sort of in a nutshell what that's about. Do you have practices for yourself? The long days do happen, right? And some people go to meditation. Some people, for some people, it's a drink of water. It it doesn't matter. Before we have meals, my wife and I, we take turns and we each say two things we're grateful for. Just because focusing in that direction brings me present to the right way I want to be present. Good idea. Good idea. My wife is really much better at this than I am. I'm fairly undisciplined with this sort of thing, but I think I do. I just, I listen to an inner voice a lot of times and just tell myself or draw from that voice that there's light out there. There's a better way around this. This is not the end all be all. So uh, I think my practice is, is just to find my own center when I need to. It's in there. (laughs) 
the Quaker words for these things, by the way, I think you must have words you experienced in unity, but we talk about sink down to the seed or stand still in the light. These are oh. from hundreds of years ago, Quaker comments, right? What's your phrase for it for yourself? I don't know that I have one specifically. <laughs> it's not like you don't say to yourself, chill, dude. No, not specifically anything, really. I think I may have had a mantra at one point in time, but uh, again, <laughs> being very undisciplined, uh, I've forgotten what that may have been. It varies depending on the situation. <laughs> well, we may be laughing about it, but there's a serious point here that's conveyed in Doug Allen Wilcox's song, Long Day. And there is a place where we... We get a grip, we find a home, we lift up and see the brighter horizon in front of us, and that's what he's sharing in Long Day. Long Day, where's the light that you expected? No way I want to do that again. Tunnel narrows, way out there into the distance No light, no wind Take a breath and gain perspective Is this vision all that you perceive? You don't have to play detective To find the light inside of Been counting up those heartbreaks Square one brings you back to home That bright treasure you hold out there in your horizon Where they really bring you all you need Come on back to where the hurt don't matter Shake the fog out of your weary eyes Feel that weight begin to shatter your heart galvanize and breathe cause your life depends upon it believe you can overcome feel that light gathering before you your dreams and you are one On a journey with no wind. Our guest today for Song of the Soul is Doug Allen Wilcox. His website, dawilcox.com. I've got the link on northernspiritradio.org, so you can easily track him down. If you forget that, don't use his full name. It'll get you to the wrong place. <laughs> dawilcox.com. All of the songs that he's sharing today are from his collection called So Far, a collection. 
And I was talking to him about his discography ahead of time, which ranges somewhere from, I don't know, six to 10 to five. For all I know, he's produced, since he self-produced a number of them, he's he holds the master key to the collection. And you can't get a hold of all of them, but if you get a hold of, so far, a collection, you'll have everything that he's sharing here today. Again, we've just talked about Long Day, We've had that shared. I did want to ask you one thing that I've noticed. I watched a number of videos of you singing, performing, and I've never seen the top of your head. You always have some kind of a hat or cap on. Is this a religious thing for you? I, mean, <laughs> I religiously wear a hat, yes. <laughs> uh, well... No, it's pure. Uh, I won't even say it's a fashion statement. I'll be perfectly honest. It's pure vanity. I started losing my hair probably in my 30s. And <laughs> I just I feel better wearing a hat in public. <laughs> I noticed when John McCutcheon made the transition, he had a nice head of hair. I, I, when I first met him at a National Quaker gathering. But then I noticed the cap comes out. And now I think he proudly lets it shine. The reflection shine off of his head. I mean. Okay, right, right, right. Well, see, that's my, that's my fear that I will blind the audience. <laughs> well, why don't you blind us with some more of your good music? Where are we going now? <laughs> you are so kind. I think Right now, we'll visit a song within the past year or so. A good friend of mine locally, who was uh, an English teacher in former days, uh, this gentleman is a rabid fan of Robert Frost's poetry. He actually initially sent me a Frost poem that was about depression. We talked about that earlier. He himself struggles with some of that. And this Frost poem was about depression. Subsequent to that, he sent me some other things. And long story short, I ended up turning quite a number of these into songs. There are a couple of songs presented in, in the collection there on that CD that are based on Robert Frost. This song is called Good Fences. It's based on the poem Mending Wall by Robert Frost. This is perhaps, I don't tend to write political songs per se. The way I look at this song, at least, it's it's probably my most political song, but it also speaks to the differences between people and the differences that we can create that aren't necessarily there. Sometimes it seems to give us some sort of odd pleasure to create a wall between us and our neighbor so that we can feel superior, or I'm not really sure why these things happen, but that's kind of where we're going with this tune, talking about barriers and defenses that are artificial, and, and yet there we go. <laughs> we do this thing. The song is Good Fences by Doug Allen Wilcox. Good fences make good neighbors, my neighbor says to me. He won't let go his father's word, he binds him like a woven cord. Why do they make good neighbors before I built a wall? 
I'd ask to know just who it is I'm keeping in or keeping gone. Just the same, we meet again, inspect the stones and hold the line, shore up defenses cause you never know, keep the wall between us as we go, keep the wall between us as we go. Good fences make good neighbors, my neighbor says to me. He fashions his suspicions into a mighty shield. They can't let go of what they find so real. But as before, we meet again. Inspect the stones and hold the line Shore up defenses cause you never know Keep the wall between us as we go Keep the wall between us as we go song by Doug Allen Wilcox, inspired by the poem Mending Wall by Robert Frost. I really like your very simple statement in there, Doug, where you say, before I build a wall, I'd ask to know just who it is I'm keeping in or keeping gone. That seems like a perfectly good question. And people's motives do matter even for actions that look the same on the outside. And it's not all just surface. The message that you deliver is as important as your intention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate it. It's a, it seems a very gentle, as you said, political commentary song, but it's a place where all of us should be able to meet and ask that same question, where we're headed. I agree that sometimes our rhetoric can get the better of us. It's wonderful to feel strongly and have a solid ideological position, but we need to examine what it is we're really saying sometimes. And is that absolutely the correct thing to come out of our mouths or in our actions? So, you know, you're near Frederick in Maryland, but Hagerstown is your local burg. Is your perspective widely held around there about walls? We're at the beginning of what is termed Western Maryland. We go from here 
out to Allegheny County and, and beyond out towards West Virginia. And I'll be honest, at this point in time, our county and the counties beyond to the West are much more conservative. There are a number of younger people that are moving into Hagerstown, and you can see little pockets of more progressive thinking. But uh, well, on the whole, this is a little bit of a tough nut for uh, some of us with more liberal attitudes. <laughs> Did you get your liberal attitudes from your very sporadic Lutheran upbringing, or where did you get it from? Maybe you got them in the bars you played in. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I got I got lots of things from the bars. But <laughs> no. to tell you the truth, my mom, although I did not realize it until much later in life, my mom was always fairly liberal. My dad was not. He was in the military all of my life, uh, in so much as being in the National Guard. But he was in the military. Uh, he got into the military when I was born. And he was always, up until his latter days, he passed away not quite a year and a half ago. But up into his latter days, he was always a harsh person and, and very conservative. When the Vietnam War came around, and I didn't know what I was going to do at that point, I received a letter to sign up for my physical to be inducted into the military. And within about a month of that, the war ended. So I, I kind of dodged that bullet. But about the time that that war came around, I developed my own opinions, let's say. And so while I may have gained some of that progressive thinking from my mom, like I say, in deference to my father, I don't think my mom was really not very vocal with that. I, I always felt like the black sheep of the family. I, I had a younger brother and sister, and I, I always felt like I kind of broke the mold and allowed them to be a little more of who they were because I kind of went wholeheartedly uh, down the peace love dove hippie road <laughs> at, at, at that point sort of counter to what my father would have liked so i don't know i mean it's it's hard to say where your your personal influences come from i do feel like i i want to say that i broke ground in our family now that may just be my my ego getting in the way too but uh i sort of felt like i was the one and all my relatives were, were very conservative. I felt like I was the one to be different there. And I, I've never really differed from that time, I don't believe. My son, who is in his, oh, this is terrible. He's got to be about 40 years old at this point in time. I don't see him often. So he registered as a Republican and got into the military himself and sort of followed in his grandpa's footsteps. So uh, <laughs> I apparently did not influence him very heavily. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you found the freedom to pursue, the, as you said, the peace, love, dove. I mean, that's, that works for yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to marginalize it, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of the package. <laughs> well, let's end with one more song for your song of the soul. How can we send them out in a blaze of glory? <laughs> This over the years, I'm looking at the lyric sheet here and didn't realize this was written actually in 2002 originally. 
But this has turned out to be one of my more popular songs over the years as far as what listeners like. This injects a little bit of humor into things. This is called Buddha Drives a Minivan. The backstory to this is actually very simple. I was driving from Frederick, Maryland, when we were living there, down to Northern Virginia to play a show. It was middle of the week. The traffic was very heavy, having a hard time getting down the highway. And a white minivan passed me on the right. And I noticed it had the license plate Buddha number one. And I <laughs> I sort of developed a backstory then as I was driving down the road to the gig. And a lot of the, the song wrote itself on that trip. I thought at the time, well, the, the Buddha drives a better car than me, number one. <laughs> kind of ticks me off a little bit. I don't know. But I started wondering what the situation might be like if the Buddha found himself reincarnated into modern times as a suburban dad. So we talk in the song about having screaming kids in the back. And if you don't quiet down, I'll turn this van around. And uh, But having always been interested in religion of all stripe from all parts of the world, I've always been interested in, in Eastern philosophy. And I have a repeating part in the song that says, find your own path, claim your own road. When it comes to pass, you will find a home. So sort of tying in with Buddhism, but spirituality on the whole. I say, watch the side of the road. You may see a man checking the road signs, trying to find his Shambhala, lines of that nature. Did you find your Shambhala? I am searching. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems to get closer sometimes, but, <laughs> but then equally as far away. So... <laughs> Uh, I think my home is in my music and my wife, my physical home here. Those are my places of peace. Uh, so, <laughs> Well, thanks for bringing it. This is a song. It's, it's great thought. I mean, to imagine Buddha reincarnated as a suburban dad is quite the picture. And it's like, how would Buddha do this? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's an excellent thought exercise. And it's a great inspiration. <laughs> I'm glad you're somewhere near your Shambhala, still searching, and I'm really thankful that you joined me today for Song of the Soul. Mark, I've had such a wonderful time, and the program is such a treat. Thank you for what you're doing. It's work I love. It's part of my Shambhala to be doing Northern Spirit Radio. Folks, we do have a link to Doug Allen Wilcox on northernspiritradio.org. Again, his website, I'll say it one more time, dawilcox.com. And the link's on northernspiritradio.org. Please come visit our site, post a comment, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Here is Buddha Drives a Minivan. Buddha drives a minivan, I know this cause I saw him Out there on the highway on the road to Shambhala He didn't look quite like the smiling man that we all know Changed out of his robes into some plain suburban clothes The look upon his face was somewhat stony-eyed and grim His disciples in the back were in the guise of soccer kids Children were all screaming about a trip to Chuck E. Cheese. The Buddha seemed to wish that he could find a Bodhi tree. Lack of meditation drew frustration on his brow, and through a 
his lips they echoed forth a kind of holy growl his charges stopped their yammering you couldn't hear a sound when he said if you all can't act peaceably i'll turn this fan around find your own path claim your own road when it comes to pass you daily hassle as you're coming to and fro if you're on the highway if you're somewhere on the road watch the turning lane and be aware what's in your view you never know just where and you can never say just who you might see a minivan on its way through from the pond with a man checking the road signs trying to find his shambhala Find your own path Claim your own road When it comes to pass You will find a home The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.